Hey guys, it's Ava and Hannah, back at it again. <laughs> Welcome to Greek Tragedy. It's psychology without the science, so it's philosophy. I feel like I've said that every single podcast episode, but we're just going to stick with it because I'm not trying to do science in my free time. Fair. <laughs> I don't understand why. I mean, I know why Hannah's doing it, but kudos to her. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so... Today we're talking about consumerism and kind of like the philosophy aspect to it. A lot of people don't really consider PR as part of philosophy, but I kind of disagree because it is influence, which if you break it down, that's kind of what philosophy is. It's influencing people and their counter decision when they look back. So yeah, and we're going to talk about PR, public relations at the same time, and Although there's nothing wrong with PR, I'm actually applying a transfer to a school to major in PR, um, or an aspect of that. I do it all the time, or I do it with music in some sense, and people do it too. Um, like building a TikTok following or even posting, you're hoping to get traction and that it builds PR. It can be successful, it cannot be successful, but what I really wanted to break down is a symbiotic relationship between PR and consumerism. And how it's feeding into maintaining or even benefiting the status quo slash the one percent elitist. Yeah, that was a lot to <gasps> handle. To ju- that, uh, digest. To digest. Yeah. Digest. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think in America, everyone sees us as the consumerist society in which we take in so much information all the time mm-hmm. and we're constantly buying things or we're constantly buying into that kind of rush for constant satisfaction yeah yeah and so i think when it comes to things like that like buying things um and looking at a, our public image you know when tiktok just tell you to buy things exactly and the influencers who kind of relate to that because you're not going to know what the coldest water bottle is there's this thing on tiktok called the coldest water bottle is but the people who are promoting that the influencers that they're like oh my god i swear this is the best water bottle ever and then you end up buying like 10 of these water bottles because of their like code whatever and people don't realize like the destruction that has on a society like us and why that's not necessarily the best thing uh what i want to kind of break down is the history of public relations and consumerism as a whole this is something I learned in my philosophy class semester one and I don't know if anybody knows this but it all started off in the 1900s as the publicity bureau 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 however (laughs) you want to say bureau bureau (laughs) bureau but it was originally intended as a propaganda machine so if that doesn't tell you enough about PR I don't know what does and there was a famous person named Edward Bernays who was kind of like seen as the holy grail the father of public relations and he said that the three main elements of pr are practically as old as society they are informing Mm -hmm. people persuading people and integrating people with people so kind of like communication um and we can even bring this and apply this to religion or even any aspect of life because pr is surrounded all around us but is it for selfish needs of companies or people in search for power relating to what bernay said or is it used, P- you can even use PR for people to join the military with pamphlets or fake news propaganda, such as Fox News. Um, so yeah, how do you think PR kind of plays into religion or your everyday to day life without even promoting just products? Mm-hmm. Um, I drive around Los Angeles and I always see these posters like, 
stressed question mark jesus has answers (laughs) jesus has answers and i'm like well i do be a jew Mm -hmm. however um i think those are for more people who are looking for it and so if you're if you're constantly looking for solace in your life and so if you're looking for things to make you feel better i think you know seeing these posters if you end up being christian or maybe you're atheist or whoever if you know if it's you see jesus has answers jesus has answers i think that will give you a sort of relief in which you say you know maybe i should go back to religion mm-hmm. maybe i should be religious again um and if you're completely bombarded with all of these i guess posters it would make sense to have you come back to you know the church or whoever no 100% i feel like pr and religion could even be dated back to you know, the Christian crusades or the battle for Christianity or the dominant religion. Mm-hmm. It's like they were always trying to prove which religion was best, but I feel like every religion has their own system of beliefs and everyone is accepted. Yeah. But I think the main thing about PR is they keep on wanting to solve every single problem you have and they don't really like give you a chance to solve it. They're like, oh, okay. your life sucks. Well, yeah, we have a product for that. We, yeah. we actually have a product for that. And that kind of can like relate to like what even Viktor Frankl said because he was like, you're trying to find happiness like through these products, yeah. or, like this Western society. But that doesn't really exist because happiness is kind of made from a meaning of life, a meaning of life, which is still something that I stand by to this day. And, you know, you have these companies, whether they're antidepressant companies or antidepressant pill companies or water bottle companies, literally everything around us, freaking Target companies or Target, I guess, (laughs) not companies, um, trying to solve all of our elementary problems that I think were actually intended for us to know how to solve on our own rather than become through a product. Right. I mean, that's totally fair. Like, we used to be animals that would have to go out and hunt and look for our own means of life and ways of thriving. And now it's like, Target, a cor- the, around the corner from wherever you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know literally. If that's the Target, but like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like we have everything so accessible to us and we need that instant gratification. Oh, I need milk. Oh, there's a Target. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's a. You know, wherever you get your milk, Trader Joe's, Trader yeah. Joe's, like Whole Foods, wherever. But like, if you need something, it's right there, and it's like, so accessible. Yeah, which then poses the question of like, what do we actually need? Because there's a kind of a philosophy concept called like the false needs versus vital needs, mm-hmm. or should I say real needs even? And it's like, do you really need this in this moment? Like, are you going to need it in like 20 minutes? Or is it just something that consumerism is trying to shape around your eye so you can profit them? Which is a whole entire spectrum that I want to get to about the profit of of these companies and like the plastic use. But Mm -hmm. right now I'm just talking about, you know, do you really need to go get that, say, headband or like headscarf? You're creating, like, more litter in the ocean with the bag that you purchase it in, and then you're going to throw out another thing so there's more waste there. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, this kind of propaganda machine to convince us what we actually don't need to have, but they're convincing us that we do. And again, like, public relations was started on the means of propaganda. So that propaganda can apply to not only, like, shopping, but even, like, recruiting people for the army because... That's something else that people make profit off of, you know, like selling arms to overseas. I just read the other day, actually not the other day, today I read that Britain, I think, bought or like 
is selling or I bought like 1.4 million pounds to, you know, ship for war weaponry in the wars in Yemen. So it's like, obviously they're making like millions and billions of dollars, a billion, sorry, 1.5 billion or 1.4 billion, billions of dollars off of war and this propaganda machine because they're like, oh no, we need to go to war. Like we, we definitely need to go to war, but yeah, y'all do not need to go to war. I don't think anybody needs to be in war. I'm always like a peacekeeper person, unless mm-hmm. there's actually like elementary um, roots to tell you otherwise. But it's like they, these military companies, especially the Republicans are always like, we need to go to war. We need to fix Iraq and we need to create more war and sell more weapons. But it's, yo, like, you literally supply the arms there and you make a profit off of that. So obviously you're going to say you're going to go to war yeah. and kind of hide it by this, like, propaganda machine that Edward Bernays talks about, which is, you know, integrating people with people, so this communication aspect, and especially with, like, persuading people. So PR can be seen everywhere, like, everywhere you walk, especially now with your iPhone, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you scroll on Instagram. How many ads do you see now? Like, every other slide... Or every other scroll, swipe, yeah. swipe, whatever, is an ad for whatever influencer is promoting this. And then you have the influencers, which are the people persuading people. Because mm-hmm. chances are, if you see Kim Kardashian with a new perfume, you're going to be like, oh my god, this is the perfume that Kim Kardashian wears. I need that perfume. Because right. you aspire to be that. Which also talks about like the aspirations of why do we follow the people's guidelines to, you know buy something is because we aspire to be as wealthy or as pristine as them when that shouldn't really be the issue right now yeah no I completely agree I mean when we see people everywhere you know companies also know that you're gonna buy it if a certain human is holding it like they don't want to just because if we just see the product we're like oh that's a pretty product whatever but if we see you know Jennifer Aniston holding up a cup of coffee we're like oh I need that coffee. No. Like, because she enjoys it, I want to enjoy it. And that's why celebrity brands often become super successful, such as, like, you know, Emma Chamberlain with her coffee. Yeah. I'm sorry, personally, not the biggest fan of her coffee, but the reason it's doing so good is because it has a name attached, and it's people, Mm -hmm. often prestigious, quotation marks, people. Yeah. Persuading other people. Yeah. And, you know... I don't think I agree with Bernays when he says PR is also informing people because are you really informing them? I mean, are you informing them on how to live their life or informing them on how to better their life? You're not really informing them. You're just telling them what to do and the consequences that can like repercuss after that. Like, you know, those skinny teas that you see on Instagram, they're like, yeah, yeah. Like drink this skinny tea, lose, shed five pounds. Those obviously don't work. Is that information? Like, that's not informing people. Mm -hmm. That's just, like, a tactic that's awful to use against a woman because there's this image that a woman has to be this hourglass figure. It's true. And second (laughs) of all, like, that's not really informing because that's all fake anyways, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, by using... Okay, like, self-consciousness and PR can go hand in hand and, like, Mm -hmm. switch over with each other because if you want the tea and you want to be skinny, then you see yourself as fat, and then you'll want to get the tea, but then if it doesn't change who you are, you still want to buy it because you think it'll fix it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like this quick euphoric fix that you get from these products that actually don't do stuff. And obviously there's, like, laws in place to prevent that false information, but it's also, like, you don't know any better either as, like, a human because 
I like to think that we're kind of all born like selfless and with good intentions. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're all born with like these evil intentions and the nature around us kind of like changes that, right? But you are born into this world hoping for the best to happen to your life and working towards goals. And then I feel like PR kind of dismisses that and is trying to adjust the system for you. Like adjust the way you live your life, adjust the way you buy things, adjust every aspect of your life. So, And a part of me thinks that like PR really just controls us all because we don't know any better because we're taught this news, or we're not even news, but this like way of consumerism life through PR and then we don't know a different life other than that especially in like 2020 when everything is practically just based on these capitalistic consumerism societies at least in America yeah for sure no I completely agree yeah um so that's kind of like the differentiation between like false needs and vital needs like what you need what you don't need I have like a little pop quiz (laughs) for Hannah but before that I want to talk about buying something from Amazon you're guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Your mom's guilty of <laughs> it. Everybody's guilty of it. If you're not, then I amend you for not making Jeff Bezos rich. <laughs> um, but what we don't see in the PR of Amazon, because, you know, we see Amazon as, like, the holy grail to anything. Like, yeah. you need toothpaste? Well, thank God Amazon has prime shipping. Be there tomorrow. You need an SD card? The other day you need an SD card to film... Um, for a transfer at a, to a school. Uh, <laughs> guess what? Amazon has it. It'll come to your door tomorrow. You don't like it? Hey, buddy, just return it outside your door. All around us. And they market themselves at this, like, as kind of sustainable, like, super quick fix type of deal, which mm-hmm. is a whole other issue. But we don't see is the countless Amazon employees who can't go to the washrooms during shifts. Nobody talks about this, but we read an article about this in philosophy, but it was like, you know how many workers hold in their pee so they deliver stuff? Exactly. Imagine working and buying from a company that supports, like, major discrimination of people's, like... Basic needs. Basic needs. And what pisses me off is we can't go to another Amazon company that actually does things ethically and sustainably because that's the number one corporation. Like, where are we going to go? Like the market maybe? Yeah. But like, what if that's like out of reach from you or Mm -hmm. whatever, but they've like controlled every aspect of our society and our day-to-day life where it's like, we cannot live with Amazon. Amazon doesn't need us. We, we need Amazon. And so all these ethical standards for employee rights, these union rights have been completely erased, which Mm -hmm. makes me like wonder how do we approach PR ethically? How do we approach consumerism ethically? Do we uni- unionize? Do we, you know, seek for employee rights? But what about even sustainability? Like, what do we do to make PR ethical and reach an ethical standard rather than what it is right now? Hannah, that's your question. That's my question. How do we make things better for the employers? Yeah, well, like, even ethically, just, like, sustainability needs such as like the environment the employees the number of discrimination against people of color at these companies the number Mm -hmm. of employees that can't go pee Uh, yeah i would say like everyone needs time off especially if you're working in amazon jobs i think it should be part of the schedule Mm -hmm. a break kind of thing where we have snack time when we're like you know little kids like we all freaking loved it (laughs) yeah give the workers a snack a little nap time yeah a little nap time because these people are working tireless hours with 
literally thousands of packages a day. Mm-hmm. And so I think it'd be really helpful for them to kind of give themselves that kind of break. And also, I'm sure we'll increase morale. Yeah. Because if they're given this kind of break, maybe they'll want to, you know, work harder and that kind of thing. I think also, um, like, with them, like, they're working tirelessly. And so I think that they should have a forum for kind of recommendations because I can't speak for someone like in Amazon Mm -hmm. while I am a DoorDash driver we can take our own breaks which is the thing about DoorDash is because the hours are flexible and we can cut off and we can sign in anytime we want and so that's not really it's not really a problem for us because when I want to take a lunch break I can flexibly take a lunch break yeah however Amazon drivers can't do that and so I think they should have a forum in which they recommend things um, and either a board of directors or whoever should be able to decide whether these things should be either voted on or, you know, whatever whatever they need, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. I feel like a big thing that would help that is, like, unionizing the employees and creating kind of, like, a pact. So it's kind of like the employees do have power kind of not over but an equal power to, like, the corporation that they're working for. Yeah. Because here's the thing, is Amazon going to really want to change, like, their ethical sustainability standard? Probably not, because they have done. They've been doing great. Their GDP, or yeah. they've contributed so much, so much yeah. to the GDP. How could they not? Or how could they, you know? And my biggest thing is, you're, like, these workers, they work for the company, right? And they don't get treated nearly as hard, like, nearly as good as, like, the people, you know, at the top. But it's, like, these these employees are literally keeping the company together. And I think we exactly. often forget that. Like, without these employees, we wouldn't y'all be wouldn't be packages. packages. Yeah. So, that, to me, seeks for an arrangement of a unionization of, like, all major companies. Mm-hmm. And I know, and I know, no, no, that obviously Jeff Bezos would be annoyed by that. Because that's going to give the, Marx would say, like, the proteliriat... Proteliriat? Proteliriat. Pro- you know the word? Proteliriat. I'm so sorry to anybody cringing at me saying this word right now. Proteliat. Protel. You Okay, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking <sighs> about. But I would give them the power and the means to, you know, be like as, not as, but close to a power at the same as, say, the rich and the wealthy. And I feel like in some sense that's what's kind of like erupted from capitalism is you have like this rich folk that Marx talks about in the communist manifesto it's what's his name it's the not the sorry communist I manifesto Karl Marx yeah Karl Marx he talks about two people it's the proletariat and um I'm literally looking it up right now versus the bourgeoisie there we go yeah the proletariat and the the bourgeoisie and the bourgeoisie that's kind of what's erupting from like Amazon and that's what Marx is obviously working against. Um, so I wanted to ask Hannah, how <laughs> much plastic do you think Amazon oh uses? A frick ton. A More frick than ton. two. Um, I don't know. I think plastic. Because I've heard like plastic stays on the earth for like, like 50 or so years or something like that. Like plastic doesn't erode, which mm-hmm. is the problem. And so regardless of the waste basins and things like that and in the oceans waste just doesn't go anywhere Mm -hmm. 
I so how much plastic is in the ocean? I've no idea. It it's 500 million pounds of plastic packaging from Amazon. Oh my gosh. Last year, just last year. So I'm sure the US does more, I mean does the most of that. Yeah. Literally. And how much do you think ends up in the ocean? Oh my god, that it's going to make me so sad. I have no idea. 22 million pounds <gasps> ends up in rivers and oceans. Oh my god, that makes me so sad. So, here here's the problem is that like Amazon doesn't set this ethical standard for sustainability for employee rights, yet we continue to use it cuz there's no other option. And that's kind of like the dynamic that's been played out is that there is this one option of Amazon and nothing else. I mean, mm-hmm. you could do Instacart for your groceries, so that's the same thing. You're just making these corporations richer and richer to treat people like crap, to treat the earth like crap. Yeah. So my biggest ethical problem is how do we solve that? And I think, I think what is the heart of that, and this is what I actually wrote in an essay, is, first of all, at the heart of public relations, because they have all the means to change that since they are the people marketing these big companies they can market the companies that actually promote ethical sustainability that promote union rights and there are a bunch of small businesses that do that but obviously that's not happening right now so i think that's the solution of solving this one ethical problem of consumerism of consumption of capitalism ideal or capitalistic ideals that's not often talked about because why would we talk about it why would they want us to know that they're treating their employees like crap. They're not caring about the mm-hmm. ocean. Like, for me to find that article about the ocean took a lot of research because they're obviously hiding it with their PR team. Because if more yeah. people knew about that, they wouldn't be too happy. I don't think Greta Thunberg would be too happy <laughs> if she knew how much ocean waste there was because of Amazon. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of plastic. Like, plastic, you've ever felt like a Amazon package? They're light. They're super light. Right. Thing barely weighs, depending on what's in it. Like... A a pound, yeah, like an ounce, yeah, basically. So for people to be ordering that much from Amazon to keep that awful standard of ethical sustainability, whatever it is, that's crazy to me. That's literally insane. Yeah, I think, honestly, in order to improve their waste, they have to do biodegradable or something like that. Yeah. Like, the actual products are better because you can't just tell people, like, to throw things away. Because people do, but then it just ends up in the oceans. 100%. And so I think if the actual product to even start with was better, mm-hmm. it would be in a much different place. Mm-hmm. And so I think if, if the products were biodegradable, um, it wouldn't do as much harm as it's doing now. Yeah. I think that's a big factor, too. I think what people also have to realize is that these corporations are not necessarily in our best interest. Like, yes, they provide things such as, like, groceries, because Amazon just bought Whole Foods, um, or anything like that. But the biggest problem, I think, is the fact that we're not aware of the information, because they would never tell us this information unless we, Mm -hmm. like, single-handedly searched it or searched for it. A lot of people would argue that we should just tear down capitalism as a whole. I don't think that would be ideal right now. No. I don't think that's even possible. But like in America that wouldn't work. Yeah, in America that wouldn't work. But or like at least at this given time, just because of the circumstances mm-hmm. and not a lot of people are pro that anyways, so that'd be a hard battle to fight. But I kinda wanna see a society that's not really controlled by these top one percent companies, these like Fortune five hundred companies. Right. that rule everything, that promote these bad ethical standards. 
like, and it just makes me mad because sometimes I'll see people on TikTok be like, oh my God, my Amazon package is from this week. And I'm like, bro, how much do you, how much can one order from Amazon? And I'm not shaming any of you guys. Maybe you order like 20 packages, but it's like every single day you're buying so much plastic. You're buying so much of this. And I've even cut down on my Amazon stuff because, Mm -hmm. or my Amazon purchases, because I know it's not really good for the environment. And I try to shop Oh, that's another thing you can do. Shop locally and sustainably. Yeah, and thrift. Go and thrifting. thrift. Yeah, a lot of people are like anti-thrift shopping because they're like, you're leaving it's too gross. many clothes for like, you're leaving, you're leaving no clothes for like the less like less fortunate. But you know, thrift shops go through their bins like every single month, and all the stuff they don't need, they throw mm-hmm. to waste. So literally, please go and buy thrift clothing. Obviously, don't buy everything in the store and, like, leave some for people, but... Right. Only buy what you're going to want. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's another approach. Only buy what you know you're going to want in five years, in a year, in ten years. Because by purchasing these, like, quick, false needs, you're not really purchasing for, like, the long term. The long run. Which a lot of people dismiss. And also, save your money. Like, if you don't really want something from amazon and you are conscious about that waste save it for something you really do want and yeah find something that put you it in want. a stock as hannah would say yeah put it in the stock I'll market like, no st- stimulate the economy like <laughs> if you if you want to also if you want to buy things from amazon fine just be conscious of what you do with your waste oh yeah 100%. so like remake that box and paint mm-hmm. it and make it an art project and then recycle it that kind of thing 100 percent Well, I think that's it for our consumerism, public relations (laughs) podcast, whatever you'd like to call it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was definitely one of my favorite episodes to film or to not film, to like talk about. Yeah. Because something about consumerism, PR and all that really puts a dent in my heart. And it really triggers me when I don't talk about it because (laughs) it's a topic that's not often talked about it. Because again, why would it be talked about? Yeah. But which is why this podcast is all for talking about things that aren't necessarily always talked about. That's what I, like, hope to do because I feel like a lot of people are kind of scared to approach philosophy because they're like, where do I start? Yeah. And there's obviously, there's going to be political philosophy. There's going to be more ethical philosophy. But there's a philosophy that's not really talked about and it's more so the consumerism of things. And it can kind of relate to, like, anti-capitalist theory and anti-consumerism. But yeah. nobody really talks about, like that type of philosophy or at least not that i've noticed um yeah if you guys are into this philosophy you should definitely read a lot of like articles kind of linked about edward bernays because he is like the god of not the god i wouldn't say no he's (laughs) not a god the father of public relations because i wouldn't like praise him because he started this mess you hear that edward bernays (laughs) you're not even alive and i'm mad at you but yeah i feel like there's also a good side of pr which is like you can promote your music that's what i'm yeah. doing yeah like <laughs> yeah i'm like promoting on tiktok and that's kind of part of my pr and that's not really harming anybody i feel like that kind of sometimes annoys people on tiktok they're like well, not so this girl you, again but if you don't want to watch it don't watch it yeah exactly if you don't like my music i'm not offended but, but if you're interested if you do like it you can go search a bon one on spotify <laughs> like Um, and subscribe yeah or even my soundcloud i post like unreleased demos on my soundcloud now because my readers unreleased demo wow or my website it's von-wnuk.com 
Uh, that's such a big plug for me. <laughs> look at you PRing. Well, literally, look at me PRing. If you want my press kit, I'll even give you that. Just hit me up on the email, you know, avafry7 at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so that's the end of our podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening and hopefully see you next week. Yeah, exactly. Goodbye. Right, bye.